0: To be or not to be? That is the question. For My kingdom for a horse. Oh, don't be so dramatic. Hello and welcome to Don't Be So Dramatic. I'm Steve Bradley. And I'm Jason B. Moore. And welcome everyone to episode 10. 10, 10. Yes. It's our 10th anniversary. Our 10th anniversary yes. Woohoo!
1: Yes, all that <laughs> jazz,
0: yeah. So today we are joined by Joan and Polly from The Monobox. Welcome, how are you?
2: Hello, hello. We're really well, I think.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> quite well.
0: We're recording this at the Actors Centre and you two run the Monobox here as well as other places. Yes. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. So first of all, let's start off. How did, tell us how the Monobox started. How did, uh, how, where did the idea come from and what, firstly, what is it?
3: Okay, so um, the MonoBox is a collection of plays uh, that have all been donated by industry professionals, uh, from actors, directors, playwrights, publishers, theatre companies, all that sort of stuff. And uh, we have now got about 750 plays wow. that we've collected over about a year, um, which is which is a lot of boxes to carry around. <laughs> um, and from from the beginning, we started off just you know asking people you know what play would you recommend to a young actor that's looking for an audition piece um and that idea kind of stemmed from when joan was at bristol vic drama school and uh, i was in london and we would have conversations and she was having to look for audition pieces every week right. and was either struggling or you know think saying to me what's going on in London what are people doing um, I don't know any new writers at the moment so that conversation sort of started growing and growing and then as we've sort of gone into the professional world people have asked our, our advice about what pieces they should do um, or we've been on audition panels and have experienced people doing pieces that perhaps they shouldn't do. And then with all of that collective knowledge, that's where the monobox sort of arrived at. Yeah.
2: Right. And then when, when people donate, they would have to say... Uh, they'd have to do a, choose a play that meant something to them. right? And they'd write on the inside cover about the reason for their choice and with a nod to a particular monologue or scene. And so it's the play that launched their career or the first play they wrote or directed. So you basically have these pieces of memory you know, that come
3: through our letterbox, yeah.
2: <laughs> which is wonderful, um, and that are then passed on to the readership.
3: It's always nice getting posts from Tom Hiddleston. Oh, lovely. isn't it?
2: Oh, well. Really <laughs> just dropping that yeah. in. Or Joanna Lumley. Ooh. Oh. <laughs>
3: um,
1: <laughs> yes. I, d- I think um, I saw Zoe Wanamaker on yours. Zoe Wanamaker. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Kimmy yes. Murphy. Yes, it's still name. Uh, Michael to name Sheen, a few. lovely Michael Sheen. We loved that. That was a good day. Um, um, yeah, it's really wonderful. It's really wonderful. And we haven't paid a penny that's to get it. the plays themselves. We haven't bought any of them. So they're all from people's own shelves. That's brilliant, because it's it's really that about
1: ends. that's about sharing. Absolutely. Really about sharing. Yeah. And um and I suppose the people that we've just mentioned um aren't yeah. in a position to be able to do that as far as th- and, and because obviously they've experienced the work that, that that they're donating, it's as you said, the little mm. thing they write in, it's about a passion thing, which then the actor I suppose can relate to that. And Absolutely. how does the matching up happen? How does how does that sort of Happen matching the actor to the speech, so to speak.
3: Well, I mean, there's a certain there's a certain you know we still rely on people coming and they look through our play collection and it's up to them to to look through them. You know, we we don't go as as specific as oh you look like this you must be this because then you're getting yourself in the stain. Sort of sticky situation that you've been in when you go into an audition mm. and someone goes, You don't look like Hamlet, and then you're stuck. And you, know, you spend the rest of your life thinking that you'll never play Hamlet. Yes. Um, <laughs> we're stu- we let people loosen the collection. Uh, we've marked the plays, so they're tabbed, so they're you know, oh, like little stickers. Um, and they're color coded. Which was lovely. again love a lovely that's day. Nice.
1: Um, <laughs> w <the> H Smith <laughs> must have loved yeah. you. Yeah. Do you know,
3: <laughs> sitting there with tabs all over our faces. <laughs> <and reading plays. laughs> you know, and, and Joan and I have read a lot of them. You know, most of them, in yeah, fact. Absolutely. Um, so we we know what what's there, and if someone comes to us and they're completely lost, but they say, "Oh, I once did Viola," we can go. Okay, that's interesting. Did you enjoy that? They talk about it. You get a sense of what they're like. And then you direct them to some playwrights. You direct them to some speeches. And then it's up to them to locate within that what they like and what what they'd want to continue working on.
0: Right. So how did you two meet? And have you been friends for a while? How did this...
3: Love at
2: first sight. <laughs> That's how it all began. Uh, we Polly and I met at the National Youth Theatre. Ah right. And I think I was I think I was seventeen, maybe it turned eighteen that summer. And we were National Youth Theatre whores. I
3: mean <laughs> we were there. We I were. Well, I was always a whore. You were always something really brilliant. In terms mm. of part.
0: <laughs> <And then laughs> glad you cleared that up. Cleared
1: <laughs> that's out. something else, I'm <laughs> sure. It's that's, that's it such surely a not the National Youth <laughs> Theatre. M-
2: <laughs> As in, we would be there every summer. I think oh, I had right. six years. I just got, I was getting there. Yeah. Um, I, I think we had, I had about sixty years of summers. Every, whether I was at school or university, I'd always come back and do an MIT play. And Polly and I met doing Henry V, which... That well-known female heavy play. yes, <laughs> you know, mm. yes, about war. So, uh, so we met there and just got on like a house on fire, and we've she's been my best friend ever since, oh. uh, which is lovely. Uh, she but has then no we other went. I have no other friends. <laughs> Jesus. What is this? Best and only. say love. Like no, <laughs> best and <than> only. So <laughs> we, um, but then we went on separate paths. So I went to Cambridge University, Polly went to Edinburgh. Then I went to the Bristol Old Vic Theatre School and Polly did a movement directing course at Central. Oh, wow. And then this is probably the most amount of time we spent together.
3: Doing this. Yeah, actually.
2: So it's been What, lovely. the monobox? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, really. Because we were all over the world together. and over the country half the time. So Fantastic. this has brought us together. Um, and that's how we met.
1: So how long has Monobox been going then? How long has it been going for?
3: We started doing this, uh, we started collecting plays um, in... Sep- oh, well, we sort of started collecting them oh, the l- like last think, yeah, summer, yeah. yeah. And uh, so it's been going about a year. We've been running events uh, between the Actors Centre and Ulvic New Voices. Yes. Um, over the past year.
1: So, te- yeah, tell us about New Voices because it's, <laughs> it's quite an interesting concept.
3: Yeah, um... Well, Old Vic New Voices obviously has a, a huge following, and has a, a um, and it's responsible, and um, I guess nurtures a lot of young professional talent or emerging talent. Mm. I guess is the word that people use. Mm. Um, and Joan was I- in fact part of the Old Vic New Voices. Yeah, crew. I did
2: the 24-hour plays. Yes. Wow. Um, and I did the 24-hour plays in 2010, and Steve Winter and Kevin Spacey run that. And it was amazing. I mean, it was chaotic. Yeah. I found Friends for Life doing it in 24 hours, which is insane. And we somehow put a show on the Old Vic stage. So it was wonderful. Really, really great. And then next year, I, Kevin Spacey did, a, uh, did Richard III at the Old Vic. Then he went on a world tour and he chose two actors in each uh, country that he visited and then flew us all out to New York. Um, and then we did a sort of a version of Richard III and I played Lady Anne. He was Richard.
1: That's wonderful, um, wow. So that
2: was really great. Yeah. And as, as it went on, I just found out they were always sort of very supportive. They'd always plug you if you were in stuff, um, work out how they could support you. And I remember speaking to Steve Winter and he said, that thing, because I told him, I was like, I've got this idea. I'm going to write to loads of actors, directors, and we're going to ask them for plays. And he went, that's hilarious. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to do it. And then it came back six months later and he went, you've actually done it. And I was like, yes. And he said, "How can we support you?" So we started uh, conversations about a way that we could work with Old Vic New Voices, giving their network support as well as bringing the Mono Box membership into the Old Vic remit. Um,
3: And go on. Well, and that and that's where we've we've kind of succeeded, I guess, because Joan has her you know heavy acting background now, and I'm more on the other side of the table um, or rehearsal room. As a movement person, um, with a sort of director's hat, so together we've kind of mm. gone in on a sort of two-pronged attack, and so we can support actors with a, a quite a well-rounded view of, of what's going on in the theatre world and what actors need. Um, yeah, absolutely. S- yeah. So within being with being at the Old Vic We're getting a lot of people that perhaps have come out of training after three years and are banging their head against the wall going, Mm -hmm. I don't understand why I'm not getting work or Mm. why I've done this and then nothing's happened because we're also in that position. So we're sort of all supporting each other. And I think that's something that happens, especially in the UK, that people go through training and they go, right, I can tap dance a bit. I can do, Mm -hmm. you know, I can do some Shakespeare. I'm quite good at that. I can sword fight. Where, why why can't I get a job in casualty or whatever? So <laughs> we, we're there to support them through through that um, because we, we know what well, it feels like.
1: It's, I mean, it's interesting because we've, we've been talking to a few people, we've talked about drama schools and all that sort of stuff with other uh, speakers, and it's, it is interesting, that gap between leaving drama school and actually finding work because um, I think Tilly Blackwood was saying, you, you have your three years, then you're just thrown out you're there through. and you go... Yeah unless you're very lucky to get something immediately. And then sometimes after that, it's, it's quiet. So it's nice to have something like yours to, is, as, a su- as a support. Because so mm. more than just, uh, it sounds to me more than just uh, or, you know going through speeches, it's like a social sort of... I mean, I always go on about this thing about family. I always go on about it. Uh, and it's more like actors actually coming together as well, because you know, yeah. you're looking through scripts and you can talk to people. And it, yeah. Yeah. it sounds like a nice...
2: And that's what uh, we wanted. Yeah. We really wanted that because a lot of the places, you know, being a young actor, you sort of were quite terrified of a lot of institutions or places that you would rock up and sort of feel like everybody in the room was out of work and everyone was dreading the question, mm. what are you doing now? <laughs> yeah. And unfortunately, that is the sort of... that was That's the sort of things that were open to me when I came out of drama school. And I was just like, we have a really nice time. And we wanted people to enjoy that mm. and not feel scared to say... I don't know what I'm doing now, or can you recommend a playwright, or do you know a company that I should write to? I think and the uh, the other nice angle of writing to the donors is that it merges those two worlds of someone who's just left and someone who's an old, you know, established, seasoned seasoned actor, and it brings them together. And a lot of the sort of donors have also said, how else can we help out? So I just love the idea yeah. of it not being this elitist thing about those that have and those that haven't. have not.
1: And I think I, I think this, I think the point you're making is great because I think people do have this this fear of, oh, I can't, I couldn't possibly write to such and such, or I couldn't possibly do this. But but I think. Again, it goes back to this thing about, about family, is that yourselves and then being at the Old Vic is such a great way of merging those yeah. two together. And I think that's it's a brilliant, brilliant idea, brilliant.
3: I think, you know, and, and also you, what we got from being in National Youth Theatre was this huge network. And a lot of the people that we were members with are now working in theatre. And so uh, we've got that. Some people haven't got that. And uh, you come out of your course or whatever, or even if you haven't trained, you just feel like you've got this instinct to do this profession, and you've got your mum saying go and get a real job, and you've got your you know you've got various pressures, rent to pay. You want to do you want to do it, but you've only got yourself to answer to, so it's that solitary thing. Uh, that you're battling with Mm -hmm. so actually what's been great at our speech surgeries and play browsing evenings is that you start seeing the same faces coming back and back and they've made friends with each other and they come together and you see them tweeting each other and like you know it feels a bit like we've sort of matched up people in a kind of you know, gorgeous dating fashion, <laughs> and you're just going, oh, dating through, <laughs> dating through script. Maybe this is the new thing, so. script love. Um, <laughs> but but me through your text. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you love know, it. what's your favourite playwright? <laughs> <laughs> uh, with a seductive edge. But you know, the, but that's kind of one of the, the, the amazing things is that we um, we've got this group of people now that are. Um, speaking to us Mm. and we've we've got young directors or um, again emerging directors who are working out in the industry and they've who are our mates from uni and the and national theater and they've come back and they're um and they're giving back and so actually there's this whole creative sort of contingent um all sort of talking about plays and talking about what they're feeling Mm -hmm. and actually do you know that there's that advert that uh it's I know going slightly off the topic. But there's an advert about new mums uh and there's like new mums being really like worn out with their new babies. Yeah. And at the end the slogan is like trust us, you're doing all right. Oh yes. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel like we're doing that, you know. Mm, yeah. We're we're saying to people like trust us, you're doing fine because you're yes. here and you're being active and you're continuing to train yourself, you're continuing to yes. learn. Because where it all goes wrong is when you're sitting in your bedroom at night, going, "Why am I getting apart?" Yeah. And actually, all you've done is eat two pot noodles, and yeah. you know. Yeah, <laughs> and I Twitter think that relates eat, goes over noodle.
1: to the to the audition situation again. Because if you if, if it's from a community like which I think is what you have is a community mm. of of support and great new speech and all this sort of stuff, uh, they can come into an audition with that relaxed feeling. As opposed to, as opposed to that usual thing when people come in and you know they're that horrible. Hi yeah. me, hi me thing, yeah. which is which yeah. is frightening. But to come from your sort of thing, which is so brilliant, it's you know a comfort, safe. Something new as well, which is yeah. always great because there's only so many times you can do. Uh, I left no ring with her without thinking. Oh God, I'm bored of this now. You know. So, so you
2: know. and also just the value. I think something I learnt. Uh, I lo- well, you 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 all learn it when you come out of drama school. Just get thrown into the industry is that you don't realise that what you're giving off is something that's just like, I can do everything. Or, I, I, I mean, I really can. Like, I, I can dance with you now. I can put an accent <laughs> on. Just please give me the job. Yeah. And you don't realise that that's what you go through in the first sort of year. Or when they ask the question about, sorry, um, when they ask the question what you're doing and you sort of go, I'm not in anything right now. Why does it have to be negative? Yes. yes. Like, and just to remember that it's, a, that it's life, mm. that you're a person, that you are an actor as well. But you do have wonderful things to say, you know, talking about a holiday. And some people that have come to the Monobox that have sort of been our sort of frequent people and have come a part of our family, as you call it, um, some of them at the beginning were just like, I just I, I have no idea where to turn. And now they come out with all these stories and they're just so much more vibrant. If that's all we've done, I think that's just a wonderful thing in itself. Yeah.
1: Um, I think it's about honouring, honouring, honouring who they your, we are they are mm-hmm. whatever word you want to use and, and just going it doesn't matter where i've been or what i've done i have something uh and i have a new speech to do it with which yeah. is great yeah you know,
3: you're right. not denying you know it's, it's also learning not to deny any experience that you've had i think because like joan says if you've if you've not been in something you know you have gone to the theater and you have walked down the street and seen strange things happening and you do have friends that you've been out with that aren't actors and all those things are completely nutritional to to yeah, your yeah. your uh, life as an actor mm-hmm. and um and it's just remembering that and i think there's a huge thing in the uk that we we don't continue to train and that's something that's very much uh c- becoming clear to us and um you know, and even as my work as a movement director, you know, you, you receive actors in auditions or in rehearsal rooms that haven't been working for a bit and it takes them a while to kind of suddenly remember that they've got a body underneath their head and they've, you know, their feet is, are useful things to stand on and, um, you know, are the root of where, where you speak from. Um, so, you know, use, using that, you know, to 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 think that they are suddenly becoming or remembering what they've done in the past is yes a great it's like thing.
1: Re, 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 constant constantly remembering and constantly evolving
3: yeah constantly all yes, the time yes, um, yes.
1: that's great so you, you mentioned something earlier about what, so to talk about what you do sur- you said some surgery thing what what so what sort of things do you do at, at mono besides obviously just okay. great speech yeah
2: so what we have that happens every month it, we call it a speech surgery and we sort of unveil the entire collection for everybody to have a look at. And we also have some friends who are in the industry who come on board with their knowledge. Some of them are so wise, wise, (laughs) you know, I sort of dream to be as wise as half of them, Um, to sort of just recommend plays and playwrights and speeches to people that come through our door. And so that goes on for about three hours. And you can have a cup of tea. Wow, that's, that's have good. have a bacon sandwich, whatever it is. So you can get through a play if you really wanted to. Mm. Um, and, uh, and people so- talk to each other and rec- recommend other options to people that they think, you know, I've done this before. and Actually, I think it's well suited to you. So that goes on for three hours. At the same time, if you have a speech that work that you want to work on, be it for an audition, drama school, or just for your own personal development, you can do a speech showback session, which tends to be in about groups of six. And it lasts for about, I mean, we say it's an hour, but we always overrun. So it's probably like an hour and a half.
3: <laughs> um, no and such thing as is, keeping know, to time. Oh, my
2: God, no. No, 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 Just no. Just trying
3: to, you know, yeah. to re-establish the, what happens in real life. Exactly. Yeah, we're overrunning. We've got no time. <laughs> Deal with it. Go.
2: <laughs> and we bring in a guest director who will sort of see those speeches, put them on their feet, but also the peer support. So hearing what your contemporaries' ideas, what they liked, uh, what you could do sort of differently, or mm. have you thought about this? Because I always have a thing called, uh, I call it the bedroom performance. So if you haven't got time to uh, practice for an audition, you do it in front of your bedroom mirror, and that's the audition that you go into the room with. Yeah, And, um, of course, your good.
3: reflection is really supportive and thinks you're yeah. wonderful. <laughs> yeah. And they're going, yeah, that's great, you are fantastic, you know the words. Yeah that is good your expressions were fabulous yeah, exactly do that great. again pajamas are, are wonderful <laughs> <laughs>
2: so you have that so that's a speech show back that goes alongside the browsing so you could sort of browse for a bit come in for an hour go back and browse and that sort of thing and right at the end of the morning afternoon by this point we do a Q and A we choose sort of a panellist, and they seem to be a range of writers, directors, and actors, but they're all contemporaries, and so they're all contemporaries that are doing really well, as opposed to... And there's nothing wrong with getting in, you know, a seasoned actor who just sort of says that, I mean, I just fell into it. Because yeah. actually, right now, it's very different, and there are so many people doing it, and actually it's really difficult to do it, mm. to, to sort of achieve in it. So, so to have the contemporaries who are that next achievable step up, or just to give... They don't even think they're giving advice half the time. Most of them say, I mean, I haven't got anything to say. When they get up there, you can't shut them up. That's <laughs> so it. They always find something to say. <laughs> yeah. And some they sometimes everybody has their own way of dealing with the industry. And you just pick up, I pick up nuggets yeah, from that's them. It. Yeah. Um, and it opens a dialogue. Yeah, so it's th- not like they're speaking. It's a sort of conversation yes the people Some,
1: sometimes you can sit there as a, an actor that's maybe not doing so well and, but you have this thought process in your head and then someone comes up and says something that's minute very tiny bits of that thought process go, oh okay i'm not insane i'm not mad my thought process is could be so it's yeah. so it's nice to have different opinions yeah. um like like i just fell into it yeah you know is a, is a, is a brilliant you know
0: and, it, and it also, it's inspiring to hear other people's stories and what's happened, isn't it? It is inspiring. It is. It's encouraging, you know. Because some, you, you know, you might hear a story that you can relate to, or little things like you say, little nuggets. Mm. You think, yeah, I I relate to that. Well, that yeah. you know helps.
3: And it's ba- and and it makes it achievable as well yeah. <laughs> when you've yeah. got someone in the room who's either done you know eighteen seasons at the RSC or has just been at the West End stage or has just written a play, and they're there. Going, oh, I just did this and this is what happened. And actually then it takes the stigma out of, well, you know, if I'm not at the national, then I'm, I'm not doing very well. Yeah. yeah. Um, we had a lovely actress coming
2: uh, on Sunday when we had one of our events and she had just been in um, the Duke, uh, a doll's house. Adoles house. The transfer. A duke house. A duke mm-hmm. A duke uh, so We know you loads. Are. We know What's loads it? about
3: plays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The duke house uh, by Ibsen. I think that was Shakespeare. Marlowe. <laughs> uh, Marlowe. Uh, Marlo. Yeah. Marlowe. Yeah. 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 Um, no one
2: knows much about him. That's fine. <laughs> just use him. Exactly. Anonymous. was it real.
3: <laughs> <Yes>.
2: <laughs> him she and did, someone else. She did an anonymous play in the West End, <laughs> and it had finished. And she, the first thing she said is that I'm now unemployed. So I'm in exactly the same situation of all of you guys. And it was lovely because there were always down times for an actor. And it's really important to remember that because when you're out of work, you always look at those that are in work with envy. Um, so, yeah, that's... I don't know why I added that on, but well, I just no, I, think <laughs> the,
1: I think the outer works are just as important as the inner works. Obviously, the inner works is great. You're doing it. It's great. And you're part of it and doing it. But the outer work is, yes, it's, you know, we're not doing it, so why aren't we doing it? Mm. But it... As you, you said earlier, it's you, you're walking down the street, you're meeting your non-actor friends, so you're still gaining something which, for your neck, when you start doing something else, it's, it's part of evolving again. Yeah. It's
0: life experience, isn't it? Yeah. You get life experience and that, that's, all, that's training in itself mm. for anything that you but do.
3: people don't think that. No. Yes. Mm. They think that the experience is what's on the CV. And, and, and of course, to a certain degree, it is. And, you know, you, you want to be in that position... where where you're in shows and you've got a couple of directors, you've got nice things on your show reel. Yeah, of course. But actually, it's the the stuff in between that will get you the auditions because you'll be at ease with yourself. You've got a little bit more confidence, that you've got a little bit more drive because you spoke to that actress who said that she was working in a restaurant but has just been on the Western stage for three months. Like, you know, it it puts everything into context and takes the pressure off yourself. Because we are, I mean, we're all victim of it. Joan and I are incredibly hard on ourselves sometimes about what we're doing professionally um but then you know doing the mono books just makes everything kind of settle down again because we're, we're just in a room with lots of other people in the same situation looking at the same things
1: you're absolutely right about the being being hard on, on yourselves because we are constantly hard on ourselves mm. even when we are doing it and we are in the west end we are hard on ourselves and i think maybe we just need to chill out a bit and enjoy it yeah, a bit I and i think so. again coming back to you guys it's interesting because even the concept of just having a row of books on a table, and that sort of, like you know, so that sort of secondhand bookshop feel is great because you can have the conversations. Mm. It's more relaxing, and you can chill out, and you can start to feel okay. I'm part of something, and it's I can chill out a bit and, <laughs> and yeah. not be so. I'm not doing, I'm not doing Hamlet now. Yeah, and and then
3: how many times? I mean, as a question to you, have you sat in Waterstones on the floor, like going through plays, looking for a big chunk of text? Need a monologue, need a monologue. Oh, yeah, Dave, that's a guy. Yeah, all gone back
1: to stuff you did at drum school four or five years ago and think, well, I enjoyed that play, they liked that play, but I can't can't think of anything. And if I do my puck, they won't like that, you know, Mm. so, yeah.
3: Exactly, so... the. The, what's great about when we have our speech surgery events or we have evening browsing as well for people that aren't around usually on Sundays where we do our speech surgeries uh Wednesday evenings um at the moment I mean this all may change uh but Wednesday evenings for you know three or four hours um you just come and you sort of see someone pick up a play and you sort of look at them and be like that'd be good for you she's she's a good writer to look at and, and it starts that conversation again, and you don't get that in a bookshop.
1: No, you don't, but you when we're, also, we're also very good at giving other people advice. Yeah. Absolutely. So getting it back again is brilliant. We're Absolutely. great at going, oh, this would be great for you. I know this because I t- saw this, and, but we're never good at going, oh, that would be great for me. So it's great that someone else does that back to you. So yeah. that's, again, a brilliant thing about
0: the mono box. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. So let's, uh, let's talk about how people can get in touch with you and how, how they can find out about when your surgeries are and when, where they are.
2: We have a wonderful website, I must say. I didn't do it. Polly did it. Did you know? Um, and it is. Master it, and, of she's, many things. and she's being modest, and she's being humble, but that's where you can find a lot of the work that we are doing. You'll see sort of photos or testimonials from our events, you'll see a list of all of our donors. Um, You'll also see where the next speech surgeries or workshops that we've started to do are as well. And we have tabs like things we like, you know, for enjoyment and also useful information. (laughs) Um, We have a blog page as well. So people uh, write articles and they can be about a range of things about, you know, being... What's the one that you wrote about being self-help demon?
3: Uh, Well... um No self. uh, Self doubt. Self doubt. I wrote an article about self doubt (laughs) -doubt. because I had a really awful interview to be a movement director on quite a big show, and I really messed it up. And uh, (laughs) because I turned into someone else and um, said things that I thought they wanted to hear, and I just, you know, I sort of
1: all done. Yeah, you know, when when sort of
3: like your inner person comes out, looks down at you, and goes, "What the hell are you doing? You're such an (laughs) idiot!" Then goes back in, and then you're meant to make an impression. I've got that in an interview and I sort of didn't think that would happen uh, if I wasn't an actor um, and so I wrote this article because it's something that comes up a lot in our speech surgeries about people just going well, I'm such an idiot I don't deserve to be here <laughs> I'm going we all are love um, so I wrote something about that but we've also got you know Paul Clayton who's um, uh the, he- the, on the chairman of the board at the Actors Centre has, has written one about you know making an impression, choosing the right speech. Yeah. And, and various actors and people that have come through and been on our Q&A panels have contributed. Yeah, like doing headshots,
2: how to get a good headshot, what
3: you should look for, uh, a great play or
2: a great period of theatre that perhaps is sort of forgotten hmm. in, our, in our sort of current history. Um, so a real range of things along that line anything else and so on that website there'll be dates of when we're at, when we you know have our next event and you can also join our mailing list which we love people I to do I am going to join because it sounds really Please, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. and also you can just send us a joke like, like you, that yeah we really like that um <laughs> 'Cause we're those sorts of people. Um, but that is hello.
3: It sounds
1: like you sit by the computer waiting for jokes to do come you know in.
3: What? <laughs> yeah, because uh, the, you know, we get a lot of correspondence from people and it just lightens our load a little bit. If we're going like, send us a query about what speeches you should do. if you've got a great joke as well, that'll really, it's really great really frighten our day. Mm. yeah it's very really nice. Yeah. Really nice i mean it's the joke box is our is our side project yes. that we're working on so we're just gonna have <laughs> loads of jokes in a box that people <laughs> yeah. can come and get yeah um but you can email us directly at hello at the um or you can tweet us at and then we're just at the monobox and um you know that's probably the, the quickest way to get in touch with us or to just see what's going on um and the
2: website is www. ThemonoBox.co.uk. What's that, Joan? <laughs> it's <laughs> dot mono dot dot UK. That Now that is so that's well Bristol, so old Vic. Bristol old Vic voice. Yeah, there. yeah. yeah okay. that's training. <laughs> Two years, lots of money.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Okay, we'll we'll wrap it up there. So um, thanks, guys, for coming on the show. It's been really, really good. <laughs> Can't wait to listen to this back. So a there's uh, there's edit, all edit, the details. Edit. There's all the details you need. Uh, the website and uh, Twitter. So f- start following them on Twitter. You can also follow us on Twitter as well at DBSD Podcast. DBSD Podcast. And uh, we are also launching a website too. Ooh. Ooh, it's a new and designed by by me actually. So oh, both
3: like uh, technical. Geniuses. Husband and wife. <laughs> 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 or geniuses. I'm just going straight or for geniuses. marriage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Always. <laughs> Always.
0: And, and uh,
1: life experience
0: again. Yeah. Like, yeah.
3: got to take what you can get, eh?
0: <laughs> so our website is www.dontbesodramatic.com. So, check that out, and uh yes, uh, lots of new things on there, as well as all of the podcasts, so you can listen back and check out all of uh, all of our guests and all of their websites and all, websites and all the info on there. Yes. so well done, yes, <laughs> thank you <laughs> so that ends our tenth anniversary show. <laughs> Woo-hoo! Yes. Let's go celebrate at yes. quarter past twelve
2: Jim. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> <Gym? laughs> Jim, we love Jim.
0: So uh, that's it for this week. Thanks everyone for listening. Uh, I'm Stephen Bradley. I'm Jason B. Moore.
2: I'm Joan Iola.
3: (laughs) I'm Polly Bennett.
0: We didn't tell them we were going to do that. (laughs) We didn't, did we?
1: I was
3: just thinking.
0: They
1: put the mics down. Oh,
0: God. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be so dramatic.
2: Bye. Bye. Bye.